God is a miracle worker. Let's give God some praise for our leaders, Apostles Tony and Cynthia Brazelton. Hallelujah. All right. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Oh, my God. He's a miracle worker. Say miracle worker. God can do anything at any time, anywhere, by any means. I'm talking about God, y'all. I, uh, so we, we worship God. Say amen to that. Woo! This is, I'm, this is an environment. I love preaching in this type of environment where the power of God can manifest at any time. Say amen to that. All right, y'all ready? All right, so Apostle Tony has been uh, preaching and teaching on the art of recovery. Say recovery. He's been dealing with recovering. And so as I was praying over, okay, Lord, what do you want me to deal with? Apostle Tony really kind of dealt with a while back how to get unstuck, like some people get stuck in an environment, and how to get unstuck. And this is a season of refreshing. This is a season of restoring for us. We've actually been standing on Psalms 126 and verse 4 all year long. Let me read that for you real quick as I prepare, as I give you the introduction. Psalms 126 and verse 4, the Bible says, Now, Lord, do it again. Say, do it again. Lord, do it again. Restore us to our former glory. May streams of your refreshing flow over us until dry hearts are drenched again. So this is the connotation that we have from, from, from that verse and from what God has been saying over VCMI. So what, what's happening is that we entered into 2023 and the Lord said that this would be a season that something's happened. He shifted some things in the spirit. So he said that in this season, say this season, this would be a season of refreshing and restoring. So you can't have the re if I wasn't there in the first place. You see what I'm saying? So what happened was entering into 2023, the Lord acknowledged, recognized that for some people you were up here and then something happened. Say something happened. And then, then you found yourself entering 2023 down here. Say down here. And the Lord says, I want to restore you to the former glory. You lost something along the way. 2022 was a difficult year for a lot of people. Actually going all the way back to the pandemic, Karen, where the pandemic started and we closed our churches. Some people lost some stuff and they never got it back. And so, so it's like that. And, and so the text says that dry hearts will be not, not, not sprinkled again, but drenched again. That in this season, watch this that whatever went dry in your life from, from 2020, from the pandemic all the way until entering 2023, whatever area of your life had dried up, this is a season for, for God to restore it, for God to refresh you. This is a season for dry hearts, the Bible says, to be drenched again. Say, Lord, Lord. do it again. So God has taken us back. I'm talking about fresh wind, fresh fire, fresh anointing, fresh favor. I'm talking about God taking us back. Like, you know how you used to praise God and something happened along the way? Life happened. And, and now, now, like, you know, people have been through a divorce. People have been through, like, bankruptcy. People uh, had a foreclosure on their home. People, things happen, and it's like they lost a spring in their step, and they lost something in their praise. But God is saying, no, in this season, I want to restore you and not, watch this. Watch this. Not just to the former glory, but, but God is like, I'm going to take you to a whole nother level of glory. I, I'm take, not, not just if you was up here on the third step, not only am I going to bring you up here to the third step, but I'm going to take you to another level and another level. Why? This is why God do it again. Say do it again. 
So as I was praying, I said, okay, Lord, what do you want me to talk about this morning? He said, I want you to teach people how to bounce back. Say bounce back. I want you to teach people how to bounce back. Pastor Tony has been flowing in this vein on the art of recovery, how to recover from a situation. And so God is saying, I want you to bounce back. I'm going to talk to you about, I like to teach by precept and example. I like to teach principles and precepts from the word of God. But I also like to give you examples because I don't know what it is about examples. But when people get an example that they can lay hold of, Deanna, they get it. They get it. So I'm going to give you three examples this morning. And and, and I don't know. Some of you are going to identify with one, some with two, some with all three. But I'm going to give you three examples this morning. One is with David. Say David. David. I'm going to talk about David when he was in Ziklag. Uh, uh, Another one is Elijah. Say Elijah. Elijah. I'm going to deal with Elijah when he was on Mount Horeb. And then the prodigal son. Say the prodigal son. I'm going to deal with him when he was in the pig pen. You know what I'm saying? So, so in all three situations, they needed to bounce back. And we're going to learn some things from these three circumstances and situations on how to bounce back today. Look at somebody say, I'm about to bounce back. Look at somebody say, I'm about to go to another level. So I'm not just bouncing back to go to one level. I'm, I'm about to bounce back to go to a whole nother level. Say amen to that. All right, so let's deal with David first. So David, David, so sometimes, now, there may be some people watching that are not familiar with these men and not familiar with these stories. So I can't assume that everybody knows what's going on. So let me give you a little bit of a, of a, a background on each person. So let's talk about David first. So David, when he was in Ziklag, before he gets to Ziklag, I got to give you some background. And so David was a man after God's own heart. He was the eighth son of Jesse. It was the prophet of the Lord that showed up at his house one day. And the prophet of the Lord, he did nothing to earn it. He did nothing to deserve it. It was all the grace of God. He was called to be the next king of Israel. And so listen, God calls you to do things that you can never earn. There's nothing he could have done to earn the assignment to be the next king of Israel. He was, I mean, there's nothing. It was just the hand of God, the favor of God. He was picked out by God. Say amen to that. You've been picked out by God to, as well. You've been picked out to prosper. And say amen to that, all right? And so, so, so he was picked out by God. He was anointed to be the next king of Israel. Before you know it, uh, he, he went from obscurity, from a nobody, to a national hero. He killed a, sli- a, a giant with a slingshot and a stone. And people started singing songs. Saul has killed his thousands, and David tens of thousands. And then, then the king turned, the Bible says, that he turned to David, he looked at him with the eye of jealousy. So the king turned on him. The king wanted to kill him. But David was a man after God's own heart. Watch this. David did not want the right thing the wrong way. You cannot pursue the right thing the wrong way. And so he had three opportunities to kill King Saul, but he didn't do it. On one of them, I love, the Bible's like the movies, y'all. I mean, it's better than the movie. On one of them, he snuck up in a cave on them. You know what I'm saying? It got some scissors out. I don't even know what scissors looked like back then. And so he cuts, he cut a piece of his cloth off. And the next day he was like, yo, when you were sleeping last, I see you. I see you. Check this out. Check your coat. Check your coat. You see that's right here? I could have got you last night, but I ain't even going to do you like that. And so, so, so he had three opportunities to kill him, but he wouldn't do it because he wouldn't put the, his hands on the anointed of God. Say amen to that. But watch this. Sometimes you get so tired, you get so frustrated that you make dumb decisions. And so he was on the run for 13 years. Say 13 years. Man, that's a long time, y'all. And because he was on the run for so long, he got to the point where he got tired and and he made a dumb decision. He joined up forces with the enemy's king. 
and he connected with the enemy. And so now, watch this, watch this. When you are out of position, bad things happen. My mama used to tell me, Lenin, déme decirte algo. Enséñame con quién andas y te diré quién eres. I was speaking in tongues. Let me give you the interpretation. And so the interpretation is, show me who you hang with and I'll tell you who you are. He was hanging with the wrong people. When you connect with the wrong people, the wrong stuff is going to happen. And so he was out there, and then the day came for the enemies of Israel to fight against Israel. And because he was out of position, he was almost about to do something he should have never done. He should have never been fighting Israel anyway. But he went, him and his men, they gathered up all the mighty men, and they walked, and they, they watched this. They marched for three days to get to the battle. And when they got there, the enemy said, no, you can't fight with us but because we don't even trust you like that. What, what if you, you're like embedded from the enemy? Like, it was like, no, we're here to fight. And, and, and thankfully, God said, no, you can't fight. And so now they have to turn around and walk back home three days. So they've been walking for six days, Steve. They're walking for six days. They're tired. They're hungry. They just want to, they, they were not allowed to fight. They feel like it's, it's, it's futile. They feel like everything is, non, nothing is working out. They just want to get home to their wives and their kids and get some food and get some sleep. And when they got home to Ziklag, everything was burnt to the ground. I'm talking about going from a bad situation to a worse situation. You ever been there? And so now, now everything is burnt to the ground. Their wives were gone. Their children were gone. They were taken as slaves. The whole town was burnt down to the ground. There was nothing left but ashes. And in that moment, David's lowest point, in that moment, David's lowest point, his men turned on him. These were men. When he met them, they were nobodies. He invested into them, and now they even turned on him. They wanted to kill him, and they cried, the Bible says, till they ran out of tears. They cried until there was no tears left. And in his lowest of lows, you ever been there? He had a bounce back. Now, how did he bounce back? I'm going to talk to you of a, a couple of quick things about David and how he bounced back. This is something, I don't care how low you may feel in any given situation, we can learn from what David did. The first thing, say first thing. The first thing that David did when, when his people turned on him, they wanted to kill him. His family was gone. His, the people he was with didn't let him fight. Uh, 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 his own men turned on him and wanted to kill him. They ran out of tears. At his lowest point, the very first thing that David did, the Bible says he encouraged himself in the Lord, his God. Let me tell you something. If you walk with God long enough, you walk with God long enough, there's going to be some moments where you're going to have to encourage yourself. There's going to be some moments where you have to minister to yourself. There's going to be some moments where you have to preach to yourself. You got to go over to the mirror and minister to yourself. There will be times when even the people that are closest to you and the people that you invested in, they either turn on you or they're not available right now. And so, so what? you don't have nobody but God. The first thing he did was he encouraged himself in the Lord, his God. How do you recover? How do you get a bounce back? First thing you need to do is encourage yourself. Say amen to that. Amen. Say, I encourage myself. You got to speak to yourself. You got to go over to the mirror and be like, hey, you a man of God. Hey, wake up. What you doing? Wipe those tears. Ho, 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 ho. Wipe those tears off your face, boy. You a man of God. Say, I'm a man of God. I'm a man of God. I'm a man of God. You know what I'm saying? Encourage yourself in the Lord. The second thing he did, Rick, the second thing he did was he inquired of the Lord. So, so the first thing he did was he encouraged himself. So after you encourage yourself, the next thing you got to do is ask God, okay, God, what you want me to do? I'm in this situation. 
And watch this. You know why I'm in this situation? Because I did stuff without asking you. Oh, I'm stepping on some toes right now. You know why you're in that situation? Because you didn't ask God. And God is over here saying, yep, you never asked me. Mm-mm, wasn't me. You know, you, you, you have been there. Like people say, how'd that happen? Mm, wasn't me. I, I had nothing to do with it. God is like, I had nothing to do with it. I was, I, if you would have asked me, you would have never been in that situation. But, but, but God is like, okay, now inquire of me. So he inquired of the Lord. Listen, sometimes we're in a situation because we never ask God. But that doesn't mean you can't ask him now. The de- now the devil would say, uh-oh, no, no, no. You can't ask God now because you got yourself into the hole. The good news about God is that his mercies are new every morning. God is not, watch this, God is not holding your past against you. Look at somebody say, don't judge my future by my past. God is not judging my future by my past. Don't, don't even try to judge my future by my past. Okay, so he inquired of the Lord. Okay, Lord, what do you want me to do? And then the Lord spoke. The Lord spoke. Watch this. So when the Lord spoke, the Lord spoke. The Lord said, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go. I want you to pursue. I want you to overtake. I want you to recover all. So now watch this. When God speaks, you got to believe what he says, and then you got to do what he says. For you to get out of your situation, you're going to have to pray, encourage yourself, ask the Lord, believe what he says, and then do what he says. He says, listen, this is what I want you to do. Son, I want you to go. I want you to pursue. I want you to overtake. I want you to recover all. I'm talking to somebody that put yourself in a situation. Now, you and your family are in, in jeopardy. You and your family are at risk because of dumb decisions you've made. Because of dumb decisions I made. Okay, what do we do? We ask God, what do you want me to do? God is not, God is not holding grudges. Okay, God, what do you want me to do? Okay, and then whatever he says, that's what we're going to do. And sometimes God will say, go out there and get your stuff back. God, listen, you got to have the courage. You got to have the determination to go get your stuff back. In this season of a bounce back, for you to be refreshed and restored, there's some stuff that you lost because you made dumb decisions, but God is saying it doesn't matter. I'm not holding it against you. Go get your stuff back. Go, pursue, overtake. You should surely recover all. He had, the, he had the audacity and the courage to go out there and get his stuff back. If you want to bounce back today, you are going to have to have the courage to get up, dust yourself off. For, watch this. Receive forgiveness from God. Watch this. Forgive yourself. David couldn't do it if he didn't forgive himself. Watch this. Forgive yourself. And go out there and get your stuff back. Look at somebody say, I'm going to get my stuff back. I'm about to go get my stuff. Anything the devil stole from me, I'm about to go get my stuff back. Say amen to that. Amen. Amen. So he encouraged himself in the Lord his God, and he went and got his stuff back. Now, here's case study number two. I'm going to talk about Elijah in Horeb. Elijah in Horeb. Now, this is found in 1 Kings chapter 19. Now, let, let me tell you something about Elijah real quick. Elijah's a bad dude. Say he was a bad dude. So this is how bad, bad of a dude Elijah was. Elijah the prophet, and so he would seek the Lord concerning whatever the Lord wanted to do. And, and so the way that it was set up back then was you had one tribe of, of, of uh, priests and prophets, the, the Levites, that heard from God. And then you had 11 tribes of kings. And so this Elijah was one of the people that heard from God, and he would have to go stand before the king. Now, the king, unfortunately, connected himself 
to a woman named Jezebel. Say Jezebel. Jezebel. Lord have mercy. He connected himself to Jezebel. And she brought with her some baggage. And so she brought with her all of these idol worshipers, and they were, she brought with her prophets of Baal. And so they were doing some things. Now, now watch this. He brought it upon himself, y'all, right? So he brought it upon himself. And so the Lord says to the man of God, I need you to go over there and tell the king, I'm going to say it because I'm going to say it like I'm from Brooklyn because I'm from Brooklyn. And so, so he says, he says, go tell the king, it ain't going to rain till I say it rain. You know what I'm saying? Just, just so you know, Mr. King, it ain't going to rain until I say it rains. And, and, and what I love about it is James says, it just sounds like a, like a statement. It ain't going to rain till I say it rains. James, when James talks about the prophet Elijah, the Bible says that James says that the prophet Elijah prayed earnestly. Sometimes a declaration of faith is a form of prayer. And so he says, it ain't going to rain till I say it rains, and then he takes off. Now Jezebel, say Jezebel. Jezebel. Excuse me for a minute, I'm going to use you as Jezebel. That, that don't mean you Jezebel, all right. So Jezebel is upset with him because now everything dries up and, and it's not raining anymore. So Jezebel tells her husband, let's go get him. And so they start sending out search parties to get him. So he hides. The Lord, the Holy Ghost, tells him to go to this brook. And right there at the brook, he's drinking water from the brook, and he's getting his meals delivered to him on Uber Eats. Oh, no, I'm sorry, from Ravens. And so, so there's, there's these meals that are delivered to him twice a day. He don't even have to go nowhere. Like, I mean, they know his zip code, right? And so he's, he's drinking water. His food is delivered. On the, oh, man, this is some good stuff. And then when the brook dried up, the Lord told them where to go. He goes all the way to this lady's house. You know the story. He shows up at, at, in Zarephath. And then after all of this time, after 42 months, the Spirit of the Lord comes upon him and says, go back and declare that the rain is coming back. So he comes back and stands before. Now, they've been wanting to kill him for 42 months. And so he has the courage to come back and stand before them and says, guess what? Now I'm here and it's time for the rain to come. But before the rain comes, let's do some house cleaning. You got all of these prophets of Baal. Let's, let's have a showdown. Then they had this thing called a showdown on Mount Carmel. Y'all know about this story? Not, not everybody knows about this story. So, so he gets there, and so he's on one side of the mountain, and he has all the prophets of Baal on the other side of the mountain, and there's only one of him, and it's 450 of them, and he says, okay, let's do this. Whatever, let's, let's line up everything. Watch this. Let's get an altar. Watch this. And whatever God call, I mean, we got both going to call down fire. Whatever God answers by fire, let that God be God. And then he said, you go first. He said, y'all go first, y'all go first. And so they start doing whatever they were doing, and they start calling out to their God, and nothing happens. And, and so then he was like, oh, then he's from Brooklyn too, probably, because he was taunting them. He was taunting them, Jesse. He was like, oh, oh, hey, 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 you over there. Your God is sleeping. Yell louder. Maybe they start cutting themselves. Said, the blood ain't working. The blood ain't working. Yell louder. Yell louder, where your God at? Where your God at? He's taunting them. And they do everything they can do, and nothing happens. I'm just speeding up the story, y'all. And nothing happens, nothing happens. Finally, he was like, forget y'all. And so, so now watch this. You want to see God? Watch this. And, but let me just slide this in real quick. Let me slide this in. Let me slide. This is for free. This is not part of my notes. Say, say there's a seed for every need. What were they believing God for? Rain. What did they need to sow? 
Water. Oh, snap! They sold 12 barrels of water. Okay, that's, that's another story for another day. But anyway, they poured 12 barrels of water. He called down fire. Bam! The fire fell. Licked up the water. And that, that little, watch that, that became a seed. They killed the prophets of Baal. That little seed became a, a small cloud as the size of a man's hand. Despise not small beginnings. And then, boom, the, the rain came. The deluge came. Say amen to that. Amen. But here's the problem, though. Up to this point in the story, Elijah is this mighty man of God. Up to this point in the story, Elijah is like fearless. He has fearless confidence. But then after the rain came, Jezebel says, you know what? This man is going to die. I'm going to make sure that he's dead. I'm going to send my team out there. I can't stand Elijah. And Elijah gets to the point where he runs away scared. Now, he runs away from the whole situation, and the Bible says, let me read it to you. Oh, throw it up there on the screen. 1 Kings 19 and verse 4, this is what the Bible says. Throw it up there. But he, said, he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, and he came and sat down under a broom tree, and he prayed that he might die. He said, it's enough now, Lord. Take my life, for I am no better than my father's. This is a man of God who had courage. This is a man of God that just taunted 450 prophets of Baal. This is a man of God that just called down fire from heaven. And a few days later, he wanted to die. Listen, there are pastors out here committing suicide. There are pastors out here leaving churches. There are people who love God, who quit everything that, that has the name of God on it. Why? Because they get tired. How do I know his problem was, was he was tired? Because this is what the Lord did for him. I don't need to give you the scriptures. I'm going to just tell you the story. The Bible says that the Lord sent an angel, and the angel said to him, go to sleep. He went to sleep, and he got some good sleep. And when he woke up, oh, snap, what is that? Over there on some rocks, there was a little cake baked just for him. And then he ate. And after he ate, the angel of the Lord said, go to sleep again. He went to sleep again. And he woke up, and there was some more food again. And after he ate the second time, the Lord says, now you have the strength. I want you to go on a fast. He went on a 40-day fast. And after that 40-day fast, the Lord spoke to him. And he was completely restored. But how was he restored? Not, not because of some super spiritual thing. He got some sleep and he got some rest. Listen, I don't know who I'm talking to this morning. Maybe those of you that are watching online, you're just too tired. Like, like you entered into 2023, the reason why your body's breaking down, you're pulling your hair out, you're not, you're not sleeping well, you're too exhausted. Like, like rest is spiritual. You were not designed to run, 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 run 24-7. Now, let me talk to you who are in ministry, who God uses you to pour out into other people. It's dangerous, y'all. It's dangerous to pour out, pour out, pour out, pour out, pour out, and not take the time to be poured back into. When, when you pour out, pour out, pour out, pour out, and you don't allow the Lord, the Holy Ghost, to fill you back up, you become susceptible to the enemy. That's exactly what happened to the man of God. 
He kept pouring out. He kept pouring out. He kept pouring out. He said it's not going to rain. It didn't rain for 42 months. He went to Zarephath. He released this anointing. He did all of these amazing things. He came back. He had the showdown on Mount Carmel. He called down fire from heaven. He prayed eight times and the rain came back. And then a few days later, he was so exhausted that he wanted to die. I know men of God, women of God that love God, that have wanted to die. I know people that are in ministry that are pouring their hearts out to people and they get to the point where they check themselves into a hospital or they go on a sabbatical because they got to the point where they wanted to die and all it was was they needed some rest. Don't get so super spiritual, y'all. You were not designed to live without rest. Say this, say rest Rest. is spiritual. How do you bounce back? Why don't you get some sleep? How do you bounce back? Why don't you take a couple of days off? How do you bounce back? How about you turn your computer off? How about you turn off social media? How about you turn off your email? You know what? If you take a couple of days without email, the world will still be revolving. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, you ain't that important. I I mean, I know that you're a man of God, a woman of God, but come on now. The world ain't going to stop just because you take a couple of days off. You need to, listen, there are times where we plan vacations. We don't mess around when it comes to vacations. You know what I'm saying? I take my time. You know what I'm saying? I'll be like on today's word, see y'all. I'll see you in a week. I'll see you in two weeks. I'm out of here. Why? But you got to take some break. You got to spend some time with God so you could be poured back into. You don't even realize how tired you are. The man of God, listen, what did God do to restore him? God didn't send nobody else with no mighty word. And this, listen, when you're so exhausted, so tired, you'll, you'll think stuff that's not even there. He thought he was the only one left. And when he got restored, the Lord was like, what's wrong with you, dude? I got a whole lot of other prophets. Who told you that? You start hallucinating when you're tired. You become susceptible to the enemy so much so that the, that the devil would say, your wife don't love you no more. And you believe it. You go to your wife, baby, you don't love me no more. And she's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Where you get that from? Like, I mean, like, listen, you become susceptible to the enemy when you are so exhausted. So as a man of God, as a woman of God, you want to bounce back? You need to learn how to get some rest, some good rest. I know this is not, this is not super spiritual, but this is the word. Say, this is a word. Say, this is a word for me. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. All right, last example. Say, last example. Gonna be before you long today. Here's my last example. Very common example. This is one that a lot of people know this story. Maybe you didn't know about Elijah. Maybe you didn't know about David, but most of y'all know about the prodigal son. Because somebody done told you about it. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, yes. You most of y'all know about the prodigal son. So let's talk about the prodigal son real quick. So this is uh Luke chapter 15, and I'm gonna read verses 14 through 20 from the easy to read version. This is what the Bible says. After he has spent everything he had. There was a terrible famine throughout the country, and he was hungry, and he needed the money. (laughs) Ain't that how it is? As soon as you spend all the money, I didn't need it before, so it... More than enough. As soon as you spend it, now you need it. 
And so he spent all his money. As soon as he did, boom, here comes a famine. So he went and got a job. Now, this is a dude that never had a job in his life. This is a dude that, that was born into prosperity. This is a dude, his, his daddy got money, had all this stuff. This is a dude that was raised, watch this, with an inheritance. And he had the audacity and the disrespect, the unmitigated gall to go up to his daddy and say, give me my inheritance while you're still alive. How disrespectful is that? So now he, he's out there. He, he done spent all the money on loose living. And so he's out there. He doesn't have the money anymore. He went and got a job. And so he went and got a job with one of the people that lived there. And the man sent him into the field to feed, feed pigs. Now, you gotta, now, this is somebody that never touched pigs before. This is, a, this is somebody that never, was never around swine. You, have, you ever met somebody like that? You know, you'd be like, you at the barbecue? And they'd be like, what, what these pork ribs? You know, that one of them people, you know what I'm saying? That's swine. Yeah, let me move my plate over here. It's one of those people, one of those people, right? And so, so he was out there. He was, one, he was raised like that. He was right. Don't be laughing. You know how they, they be like that. You know, that's swine. The devil is a liar. Leviticus. Leviticus. All right. And so, so there was, he was like, and then they sent him out there to go feed pigs. They sent him out there to go not only hang out with the pigs, but feed them. That's nasty, y'all. And, and, and I don't know if you've ever been around pigs, but, man, it stinks. Oh, my God. The, like, uh, I think last year we were in the Dominican Republic, and I stopped in, in, the, in the, I go out to the country where my grandmother's from in Locoroso, and I stopped there, and, uh, and I took my kids, and I said, hey, let's go in here. And then what, what, we went to this place where they, they had pigs. One of the pigs was like 1,000 pounds, I mean, these huge pigs. And so when we went back there, oh, my God, the smell. Right. And so this dude, now he's in there with the swine and he's in there with the smell and he has to feed the pigs. And he's so broke and so hungry that their food start looking good. Jesus. Say a bounce back. You, you need a bounce back if you're thinking like that. Jeez, like that's low. I mean, that's a whole nother kind of low. Where you like feeding, like pig slop start looking good to you. Gee, you grew up on steak, and now you over here with pig slop starts looking good. Jesus. And so he was like, he was like man, I, I just need to eat something. And so he was so hungry that he wanted to eat the pig slop that they were eating. But no one gave him anything. Jesse, they didn't even give him the pig slop. That's how hungry he was. Verse 17 says, the son realized that he had been very foolish. Uh-oh. As a parent, that's what you want right there. That's what you want. You want, like, one day you're going, one day, you, the light will come on, and you'll be like, Daddy, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, somebody say, I'm waiting for that day. Oh, Jesus. All right, anyway. <laughs> the son realized that he had been foolish, so he thought, all my father's hired work, man, I'm thinking about all the servants. All the servants, I'm talking about my assistants. When I was at home, the people that ironed my clothes, the people that folded my clothes, you know what I'm saying, the people that made my bed, they ate better than I'm eating right now. <laughs> what am I doing? Like, what, what's wrong with me? So all of my father's workers have plenty of food, but here I am, almost dead, have nothing to eat. I will leave. I will go to my father's house, and I will say to him, Father, I've sinned against you. I've sinned against God. I've done wrong. I'm no longer worthy. Uh-oh. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son, but, but, but let me be like one of your hired servants. So he got up and he left. Now, let me read this to you from the King James Version, just verses 17, 18, and 19 from the King James. It says, and when he came to himself, when he came to himself, matter of fact, that's all I need to read. Okay, Brother Pina, this is your last example. What do I need to do 
to bounce back if I'm like this guy. You don't need to do a whole lot of things like David did. David encouraged himself in the Lord. David inquired of the Lord. David heard from God. David believed God. David did what God said. That was like five things. You don't need to do five things. Elijah, you don't even need to do what Elijah did. The Lord sat Elijah down. The angel of the Lord told him to go to sleep. The angel of the Lord, when he woke up, gave him some something to eat. Then the angel of the Lord told him to go to sleep again. Then the angel of the Lord gave him something to eat again. Then the angel of the Lord told him to go on a fast. And then after the fast, God spoke to him. You don't even need to do all that. If you are like this situation, all you got to do to come back is come to yourself. Say one thing. You just need to come to yourself. You just need to wake up one day and say, what's wrong with me? What am I doing out here? I don't know who I'm talking to out there. Come on now, you was raised better than that. You just need to get up and be like, I was raised better than this. Let me think about my mother and my father. Let me think about my household. Let me think about what they instilled in me. Who am I to be out here? Why did I believe these people? Why did I believe the lie? I'm out here with these people. I'm out here. Man, what is wrong with me? I, I know I'm, I don't even fit in because I'm not supposed to be doing this stuff. I'm trying to act like them, but I never really fit in because I'm not like them. I don't know who I'm talking to in this room or online. Your mama taught you better than that. Your daddy taught you better than that. You need to come to yourself. This is how you have a bounce back. You come to yourself. You wake up and be like, you know what? I'm better than this. And when you're better than this, you come down here and you just come back to God. And watch this. He thought in himself, he thought guilt, shame, condemnation. He thought to himself, I will be a servant. I'll ask my daddy, can I get a job? I'll ask my daddy, can I live with the servant's quarters? I'll ask my daddy, can I live like one of them? But that's what you think when you're thinking guilt and shame and condemnation. But the goodness of God, the grace of God is not like that. When the boy came to himself and came back, the Bible says the father was looking for him every day. Every day he was out there, his mom and daddy was praying. The father would come out there saying, it's today the day my son is coming home. It's today the day. Come on. Daddy's saying, it's today the day my daughter's coming home. My son is coming home. He was looking for him, and he ran down to meet him, and he grabbed him and kissed his neck and said, my son, who once was dead, is now home, and he's alive. And he said, Daddy, 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 all I want is a job. I could be a servant. He was like, shut up, boy. You ain't no son. You ain't no slave. Shut up. You ain't no servant. You a son. God will look at you and be like, get that out your mouth. God, if you could just, no, 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 stop talking like that. Say, I'm not a slave. Say, I'm not a servant. Say, I'm a son. You just need to come to yourself. I don't know who I'm talking to this morning. Let's stand all over the building. Come on. Let's stand. Those of you that are watching at home, those of you that are watching in the sanctuary, listen. I don't know who I'm talking to. Maybe you're like David. Maybe you've gotten to this low point and you need to encourage yourself in the Lord. Maybe you're just physically exhausted. You've been running so much and God says, when I got to Elijah, God said, that was you. That was you. I need to restore. You need to get some rest. Or maybe you just need to come to yourself. If that's one of any one of those three situations, if that's you, run down here to the altar. Let's pray. Hurry up. Get down here.